Welcome back to Purpose Driven in Christ. This message is entitled, The Whole Armor of God. Now, this is a popular text in Ephesians. It's something that we might say lightly, freely, and possibly disconnect ourselves from what that actually means. And it's so important for us to not only read the scripture pertaining to the whole armor of God, but apply the whole armor of God to our lives. The whole armor of God keeps us in a place of depending on him. It helps us to be prepared when we are going through a trial or any type of attack that we were not expecting. It keeps us at a place of peace. So I'm going to get started. Ephesians 6, 10 through 20. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God praying always with all prayer and supplication and the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me that utterance may be given to me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak so here we have it the whole armor of God towards the end of the text it also indicates praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So even with the armor, we are still encouraged to pray. To pray because there's power in prayer. So we're going to get started. We're going to break down the armor. And so it's important to know that every piece of armor has a purpose. It's effective in helping us to not succumb 
to the schemes of the enemy. When there's any area of the armor that is not being used, we will most likely notice that we are in the flesh, that we have lost our peace. And so that's how we know there's there's an incomplete use of the armor because of how we're responding, our actions. And so when we get started with the first part of the armor, So stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. The truth is what we renew our minds on. When we renew our minds on the truth of who we are in Christ, the truth of who Jesus is, we will no longer be double-minded. When we meditate on the truth and we live based on the truth, because it's the truth that we know that will set us free. When we live out the truth, we will already be ahead of the scheme of the enemy. Because when we don't know who we are in Christ, we live with no direction. We live with no authority in Christ when we don't know the truth of who we are in him. And so it's important to know the truth. And we want to gird our waist with the truth. The second one is having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So just like knowing the truth everything that applies to Jesus, right? Every The truth of who he is, the truth of who we are in him, the truth of the word of God. Now we need to be reminded of the righteousness of who God, so God has made us righteous when we received Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior. And if we do not know that he has made us righteous, we continue to live in a life of bondage. Bondage to sin. And when we know we're righteous by what Jesus has already done, right? We now can receive this gift of having a new life, being a new creation in him. And because we know we're righteous, now our mind catches up to what Jesus has already done. And now we live out what he's already done. We don't, we don't try to make, we, we, we don't try to become righteous. He makes us righteous. And as a result of that, we live differently. Our mindset pertaining to who we are is different. And so when we think about the part, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, when we know we're righteous, we live righteous. This goes right back to identity. 
knowing who we are, knowing the truth. And that way we're not living double-minded. Jesus gives us a new nature and a transformed life through him. The next part is the gospel of peace. The gospel of peace above all. So after the breastplate of righteousness, we have, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. When I think about the gospel and what Jesus has done, it should give us a peace to know that he has paid the price for our sins. This should lift any type of heaviness, any type of condemnation that the enemy wants to try to influence us into. When we are reminded of the gospel of peace, it protects us from becoming fearful and stressed over the unknown. We're reminded that Jesus, in Jesus, we have authority. In the name of Jesus. In the gospel of peace, it also helps us to be at a place of casting our cares unto the Lord because he cares. There's peace in the gospel. There's peace in knowing that Jesus has paid the price for our sins. We don't have to go striving to to earn anything. That should give us a level of peace. And when we know who we are, going back to righteousness and truth, we live differently. We live with a renewed mind. We live with boundaries. We live with guarding our hearts, our eyes, our ears. We live in a place of just using wisdom. And this is peace that we get from the gospel. Now, the shield of faith. The shield of faith keeps us at a place of believing God and not what we see in the natural or not the lie from the enemy. The shield of faith quenches the fiery darts of the wicked one. This is powerful. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And here it's indicating we need the shield of faith. When we have the shield of faith, those lies don't penetrate. They, they might present themselves, the fiery darts of the wicked one, which is the devil. But when we have the shield up and we're trusting God and we believe his word, the fiery darts come and they ricochet right back to the sender. Because the faith is so much more powerful than the lie. And this is why we, it's important to be in a place of faith because when we have faith, we're still resting in the peace of the Lord. We are putting God above 
what we see in the natural. We're trusting God when we're when we're in a place of faith. We're pleasing God when we're in a place of faith. We're patient with God and His timing. So we're not sabotaging situations when we're in a place of faith. We're trusting God and His promises and the way He wants to do things. So think about how all of these these areas support each other. And then when we think about the, the next part, which is the helmet of salvation. When we think about our salvation and what Jesus has done, we are secure and confident in him. Not in our abilities, but in him. Salvation involved surrendering It involved our confession of Jesus being Lord. It involved us repenting, turning to Christ, allowing him to lead our lives. It involved Holy Spirit residing in us. When we think about the helmet of salvation, we're no longer doing this alone. We have a Lord. We have a comforter. And this is something we want to be reminded of. We don't want to think we're in this journey alone. We're in relationship with our Heavenly Father. So the helmet of salvation is important to be reminded of what Jesus did and what comes along with salvation. And then we have the sword of the Spirit. This is God's word. The sword of the spirit is what we live by. It's what directs us. It inspires us. It corrects us. It challenges us. It helps us to stay on course and to discern what is of God and what is of the enemy. Hebrews 4.12 indicates that the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That's the power of the word of God. And this is one reason why the enemy doesn't want us to read the word of God. He tries to distract us from hearing it, from reading it, from understanding it, because there's power in the word of God. It starts to shape our thinking. It shapes our lives. It, It gives us something to renew our minds on. Because when we renew our minds, we're not renewing our minds on culture or on how we feel. We're renewing our minds on the word of God. And that's when the change occurs. When we start to take on God's word and we live by his word. And so when the word of God is indicating to cast our cares on him, 
it's a relief to know that we don't have to carry any burden. We can cast it on the Lord because he cares. And when we think about the armor of the Lord, the whole armor, it helps us to stay in purpose because it's this protection that guards us from being distracted from the storms, from the trials, we'll find ourselves actually going through a trial and rejoicing, like in James, considering it joy. Because now we have the the whole armor of God in place. We're, We're wearing it, we're utilizing it, and we're reminded of every piece and how it impacts us on on a daily basis how we perceive situations how we rest in the lord how we re- we're reminded of our identity in the in Christ so if there's negativity coming towards us we're thinking about the word of god we become more grateful when we're wearing our armor because our focus is no longer on what we don't have or what the issue is and what's just not right. We're focused on God because the armor is on. We become stronger in Christ because we have the armor on and and he becomes more of our focal point and not what we're going through and that was the key word through because the the armor helps us to go through not to just stop to go through and if we are going through a trial a storm an attack whatever it is we will come through it not feeling the effects of it think about it if you were in a war or something and you didn't have your equipment on you will feel the attacks a lot differently it than if you were wearing your armor your equipment and that's what it is in regards to this when we go through a storm we can find ourselves being more grateful And even questioning whether or not that was a trial. Things that seemed like trials early on when we weren't utilizing the armor might not seem like a trial right now when we use the armor. And this is why it's so important that we use the whole armor of God. Because if we're missing any part of it, Our flesh is going to reveal that. Our emotions will reveal that. Our actions will reveal that. And this is why we need the whole armor of God. Because the armor, all of it helps us in how we process life, trials, our emotions, our will. The armor protects us because the armor involves God. It's all him. And it's just different aspects of how he set it up 
to help us in our journey. So when I think about the whole armor of God, it's to help us stay focused on what he's called us to do and to not succumb to the schemes and distractions of the enemy. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for the whole armor that you provided us to protect us, to keep us focused, to help us to have more gratitude when we're going through a trial, to help us to even be content. Lord, we thank you. And we come to you in a place of repentance for any time that we did not consistently use our armor and we allowed our emotions and flesh to get the best of us, Lord. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your grace. And we thank you for giving us revelation on the importance of the armor. We thank you, Lord, for being consistent and loving us, even in the midst of our weaknesses. We give you the glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you all, be encouraged and reminded that there is nothing impossible with God.